I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, this is different. Do you want to explain to everybody what's happening? Yeah. So um, we had a million dollar idea that, um, well, first of all, Alicia called me because she needed help moving a pot and she always calls me for manual labor. And so I said, yeah, sure. We might as well, maybe we can do it in person, the uh, the podcast. Well, let me, t- let me say first the pot. Well, let me just explain when you say the pot. Um, it's a big pot. I saw it when I pulled up. Yeah. It's a big fucking pot. I understand. It's a, it's a pot that I can't lift out of my pickup truck and I need help. So I did call you because I do need help with these things sometimes. And that's what friends are for. You sweetly said yes. And then when we realized our podcast recording was at the similar time to the pot carrying hour, we thought, oh, let's do one together in the same room. We've never done that. So this is, it's basically like our live version of pants, right? Well, if it was a live version of pants, we would have all the proper equipment. We wouldn't be half-assing this on one microphone because what, what the issue is I show up and I realize I don't have the right cable. So now we're trying to spit and glue this idea together and we thought, oh, maybe we can record on the phone. No, that won't work. Um, my microphone is null and void without all of the proper equipment. So here we are sharing a mic. We're like on your coffee table. <laughs> we're, we're like Aerosmith. I like lean in and then you're going to lean it. It's like we're Steven Tyler and, and, uh, and Joe other. Perry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also to add, um, you don't have to lean in that hard, but you really get up close. Is that what, what do you, you want do me normally? to do? No. What do you want me to do? Go ahead. Also, you're making me sit on the floor and it hurts my back. So I'm trying <laughs> to like maintain some sort of comfort. So like the pain doesn't shoot down my legs. I'm not the one who came unprepared. I have all my equipment. Well, you also have <laughs> shitty Wi-Fi because the Zoom kept freezing. So don't come at me with you were prepared. Anyway, to add more insult to injury, um, we also had a very, very busy week. Um, and we had homework 
we had a homework assignment that we gave to one another and we asked you to participate and we didn't do the homework. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it really reminds me of my school life back in the day. This is, I would never do my homework. And then I'd show up at school and I'd be like, Hey, Sabrina, whoever that, you know, can I copy, can I copy your paper? No, come on, please. I just, I didn't have, it's like, that's my life. So here we are. I was the queen of cheating in high school. Me too. No, I had like my, I had my whole thing dialed in and nobody ever figured it out. What is it? Well, I had to wear a uniform. I had to wear, um, we had to wear kilts and like button down shirts <laughs> with t-shirts underneath it. What kilts? are you left? Yeah, like kilts. It was a Catholic school. You wear like plaid kilts and like of your school's colors. Okay. Right. So I would, um, write every, all the answers out on a little like index card or a piece of paper and tape it to the inside of my kilt. So I'm mean, at the desk. I could just flip it backwards, get the answer, flip it back oh, down where the, where the seam is. The little no, it's like right underneath on the opposite on the yeah. underside of the of the of the of the skirt of the kilt. So great, and nobody knew, and I'd have it taped there, and I'd flip it back down any time a teacher or someone looked over, and then I'd flip it back up really subtly. Mm-hmm. How do you think I got through prep school? Um, it sounds like that's the only way. Well, for me, it was. Yeah. Oh my God! Speaking of which, did you see? Have you seen the um, college scandal? <laughs> <laughs> who's Stephen and who's who's the other guy? Who? Who's, who's in Aerosmith? Who's the other guy? Joe Perry. You're Joe. <laughs> Sorry. Um, did you see the college scandal documentary on Netflix? I started watching it last night. I tried. Here's the deal. I, there's my favorite. Well, part of my homework assignment for you without giving it away this week. No, no, no. Don't. I'm not. Away. Hold on. Can I finish my statement? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm well aware that it has to be kept quiet, but I figured out my homework assignment is and that series came back yesterday and then the college scandal documentary came out and I thought, Oh, I'll just knock out the college scandal documentary before I get into like my mm-hmm. main thing. And I don't know. And I'm really interested, but then I saw reenactments and I kind of got turned off. It's a little, yeah, it's a little, um, did you ever watch locked up abroad or unsolved mysteries? Mm-hmm. I mean, that'll take a reenactment all day, but I also liked the ones on locked up abroad. I thought they were very realistic, but what was great is they were using the actual phone conversations. Oh, then why do we need reenactments? Because they can't use the actual phone conversations. So they just use the transcripts and then they would do them with actors. So it wasn't scripted. It why? Because like, Lori Laughlin wouldn't allow her um, image to no, be tarnished the courts, the courts. by her bad decisions. The courts. The courts. I don't know <laughs> the what courts. About. <laughs> um, is it worth it, though? I I got bored like 40. I, I was like you in see? for 45 it's minutes. Kinda, it sounds I'm not kinda... going back. Why? I don't know. I don't, also, I don't care about college. Me neither. It's not my world that I was like, I'm not one of those students that really wanted to ever go anyway. Me so neither. I don't, this world, I kind of found it fascinating what this guy did, but then I'm like, all right, I see what he did. I gotta say, I'm curious, but I'm not dying mm-hmm. to see it. College was never my field either. Mm-hmm. Do you know that um, now, remember when you got into college back in our day, you would get the letter in the mail. Now it's an email. And apparently these kids, like whenever, like they're waiting, they just click, they keep clicking refresh, refresh, mm-hmm. refresh. Yeah. We had like envelopes. Snail mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care about college. You know, that um, when I was in, uh, I think I was senior year, I got caught smoking on campus and mm-hmm. I got suspended. Did you really? That's so mm-hmm. badass. 
Is it? First of all, what were you smoking? Cigarettes. I know what kind. Mm, back in the, uh, that time, probably a Parliament light or a Marlboro light. Probably Parliaments. I remember I liked the recessed filter on those back in the day. <laughs> everyone everyone <laughs> had their preference. Where were you smoking? Area. I was smoking with a friend of mine behind the art studio. Mm. And, so you were on like the artistic wing. You were in the artistic wing. I wasn't really in any wing. That was just the place that was away from like the main building. So my friend and I were like, let's go and smoke there. Yeah, we were sitting facing each other on these little benches and out of fucking nowhere, one of the faculty members just came out of left field. We chose that seat because we were able to see where people, if people were coming, we could kind of like extinguish it. And you probably didn't have cameras back then. No. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's, I think, I think there are cameras everywhere in school now. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. not not then. Anyway, so we and and I was on and 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 I was sitting in a place where I could see everyone coming, but this faculty member like came out of fucking nowhere and mm-hmm. caught me. Mm-hmm. And my friend, she managed to like hide her cigarette so it looked like it was just me. I never ratted her out. I took the I took the fall for both of wow. us. And um, yeah, I got suspended. I got in school suspension. I don't remember. I didn't care. Wait, um, in school, like meaning you, you got to go home or you had d- detention every day? No, no. I, it was in school, which meant that I had to either show up early or stay later for like a month and just sit in someone's office. They were very punitive, you know, and um, the way they like, they, you know, they, in, in very, very Catholic school trying to make you feel guilty and this, that and the other. And I think they called my mom ready, you know, and broke the news to her like I had just, you know, committed a horrendous crime. They mm-hmm. probably thought my mom was going to freak out. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she was like, I don't care. I used to smoke at 18 too. Right. And she still smokes. I have a story that involves the the bad kid that it sounds like it was kind of you, but it was the boy version. Um, so I used to be in swing choir. Do you know what that is? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. <laughs> Well, Melissa, you have a like you have like stink face. You're all what the hell? Listen to me. In the Midwest, it was very popular in the '80s, and it's sort of like um, where you dance and sing and you compete, (laughs) Kate. So you you would learn like covers, and there'd be maybe like eight boys and eight girls, and we'd have matching outfits, and then you compete with all the other schools that are also in swing choir. Or show choir also hold on, can hold be on. called. Wait a minute. Hold on. I don't get it. You okay. Would, I don't get it. So like, um, okay. I need to send you a picture. Please do. Okay. But it, but you know, my sister and I were in it at the same time at one point. So it could be like seniors, sophomores and freshmen. So you could be in it and then, you know, and so you would, you would have like a, you would, <laughs> you would partner up with a guy and you kind of do like this. And oh, you're the like, actual swing dancing. No. No, I wish it was cool like that. No, no, no. You would like do like jazz hands and like you'd be like, you'd go back and forth like this and you'd sing like. It was, you made up dance where, routines with your partner and would figure out songs to go along with it. And yeah, we didn't make, there would be a choreographer. So you'd learn all these dances and all these songs and you would sing and dance at the same time and do like jazz hands and dips. Why and- would you do that? <laughs> What's the point? Did the school have to suffer through and yeah. watch all this? Team Spirit, Nebraska. Definitely. <laughs> oh boy. So one time we went, made it to like the nationals or whatever. Like you know, you you really compete and it's like a big deal. 
And so we made it to the top of one of the, one of the years. And the, the bad kid, I'm not going to mention his name, was a friend of mine. Super cool. He had like an asymmetrical hairdo and he, you know, he listened to like new wave music and he like loved Depeche Mode. He was like cool and he wore like a trench coat. He was like a cool guy. Anyways, he, he gave me a pill one day, one morning before I left. Wait, wait, he gave, wait, 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 I'm sorry. He gave you a pill? Yeah. He was just like, try it. It's really fun. Oh my God. And so I, my, my dad listened. Sorry, dad, this happened. It's a real story. And he gave, he gives me this little pink heart. I'm pretty sure it was a little, and I apparently took speed for some form of it. And I remember going out on stage and my heart was pounding 800 miles per hour. And I'm, I was incredible that day. Like I was just like, Hey, like it was like, and we, and we won the competition, but I was high as a kite on speed the entire time. The only difference is that your friend Mm -hmm. didn't get caught. Well, he stayed behind. He had nothing. He doesn't want to hang. His swing choir was not his. I hung out with like at our school. It was so small that there were no, there were groups, Mm -hmm. right? But there weren't, um, like we all hung out with each other. Like the, like the art kids would hang out with the football players and the cheerleaders and the volleyball players would hang out with the drama nerds. So then there was no click. Yeah. It was all, it was pretty inclusive. That's nice. Yeah. And like all the football players were in the musicals. That's and, not your average um, high school experience. Right. In public school, right? Very public. Yes. Yeah. My, so like, my yeah. school had clicks mm-hmm. and I wasn't, and just for the record, I wasn't the bad kid. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I just happened to have gotten caught. Smoking. Smoking. Right. I'm not judging you. you I'm not judging. Great. I'm not judging myself. It was, you know, it's here I am telling the story on a podcast. It, mm-hmm. it happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. Here I am sharing it. Um, but uh, uh, how did I even get on that topic? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Our producer was like, listen, you didn't do your homework. <laughs> So, you know. Oh, because homework. Because we didn't do homework. our homework. So now we're talking about how we never did oh, our right. homework. Oh, right. And then we got into the conversation about that college documentary scandal. Yeah. Are you recapping what we just talked yeah. about five minutes ago? Sorry. All right. Let's take a break. Okay. We're back. And um, we were just talking about how you you had clicks at school. So can you, like, name which click you were in? Oh, I don't remember. So it's the pot smoking click. No, no, the pot. There was a pot smoking click. I remember it, but that was, and they were really nice and very gentle and like never caused problems. You know, like the peaceful, the completely peaceful like the, you know, the, the grassy knoll crowd. But, um, and I knew them and I was friendly with them, but I wouldn't say I was like, I palled around with them. I was really good friends with my friend who I went to grade school with and we went, uh, we went from grade school into high school. And so we hung out all the time. I don't know. I guess there's phases in high school, right? Like you get to know different people in your class every year and you're like, Oh, that person's cooler than I thought. Or, and then, you know, maybe it fades away. I, I, I I don't remember. I don't remember. I, um, I don't remember. Mm. It's a great story. Yeah. Um, Want to hear it again? (laughs) I, so I was, so I was definitely in the drama wing, right? And I really, (laughs) and I did, as I said, swing choir, I did chorus, 
We had forensics. Did you have that where you compete with drama in drama? Leash. We were lucky if the school put on one play a year. <gasps> what? It was a fucking college. Like it was, it was college. It was a college prep school. It oh. was like, it, it, you know, it was, um, it was very, uh, you didn't have an art department. There was one, but it was, I mean, people were going there to, you know, it was all academia, that school. Mm. I didn't, I, that's why I didn't, that's why I, I kind of blocked it out. Right. I would have died. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't given many alternatives, but, um, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I even got into that school to be quite honest with you. I think a teacher in my grade school pulled some springs because, oh, um, Lori Laughlin. Well, no, the college school, oh. not Lori Laughlin. No. You think my parents had any idea about the school system? Know. They both were like winging it. They're like, I don't know. But, um, no, uh, uh, I think some, I think a college principal, I mean, not a co- uh, grade school principal maybe called and put in a favor for me <laughs> and said, can you just give her a chance, put her on academic probation and see if she can get through it. Right. And I barely got through it because I got, I got failed in freshman algebra mm-hmm. and I was devastated because I tried so hard and the teacher was, so unforgiving and she's like yeah i'm sorry no you just didn't do it you didn't do it right oh my god i don't know like i i had i was we were everyone was kind of like popular at at like a different time and i had i had this boyfriend john he was great and he you know at the end of the year you go to homecoming or prom or whatever and we were on the homecoming court and he won and i didn't (laughs) what Wait, but wait, we wait. Were, like, were you, but, but were you part, of, were you one of the nominees for Homecoming Queen? We were like to get on the Homecoming Court together as a couple. Oh, dis. I know. Wow. <laughs> really? So wait a second. They were, they paired you as a couple? Well, that happens if you're with someone, you know, it's like John and Leisha, like, you know, and then <laughs> I know you feel so bad I for do. me. I feel like your high school, I'm, I'm relating it to that movie Election. Yeah, it's very like that. It looked like that. Yeah, and that was set in Omaha. So wait, so jo- okay, so John won. D- did he take you to prom? Is he still your? Was were you still his date or were you? We, I think we broke up, and he also won prom king. But oh, that's I think a we bummer for you. Wow, it's I- okay. He was a great guy. Hmm. Did your parents like him? I mean, I was having after John is when I had my first, you know, lesbian experience after John in New York. Mm-hmm. No, in high school. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Bring you right back. To- no. <laughs> now I fell in love with my best friend. She was a senior. We had, you know, a lot of tequila one night on a Friday night or something. We ended up. Hi, dad. <laughs> sorry. Well, I just we want to say, up- I, can I just say, I'm sorry, Robert. <laughs> Why? He doesn't care. Well, you never know. Oh, God. Um, He probably knew the whole time. Um, So we, and, you know, we made out. I think we probably, you know, did something else. And then. Were you a junior? I was a, uh, what's below junior? Sophomore. Wow. A a senior hooking up with a sophomore? Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that. We were were best friends. And it's like that thing where you're like, oh, my feelings. I know. I know. That's really cute. But isn't that a little. Not it's not that's not typical in high school. Usually, you know, the upperclassmen look at the low, lower classmen and like. Well, I whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I was a junior. I was a. No, I was one below junior. Okay. I was a whatever. You're a sophomore. 
freshman, sophomore. sophomore. I was a sophomore. Anyway, she was in my sister's class. We've, you know, I thought we fell in love that, you know, we would write long letters to each other. We'd stay up on the phone all night. Eventually she goes off to college. She moves to Texas to go to college. And there I am left alone in Nebraska with all my gay feelings. Wow. So confused. Is that where John comes in? No, no, no. John and I were already over. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he was a. So you have two more years of high school to go from this experience. Thank you. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. And so I had to like bury all my feelings Uh-oh. and pretend it wasn't real. No wonder you. I got to really depressed and looked like Rainbow Bright the moment yeah. you got to Manhattan. I got really depressed. I decided that I didn't have, you know, that I should just shove all those feelings down and couldn't oh. tell anybody, and it was awful. I had oh. like serious um, high school depression. Like, oh, leave. It was bad. It was bad. And I would go bicycle riding at night to my old junior high where it had like a track. So I'd bicycle down there and I'd just go in circles and I'd listen to. Um, Oh my God, this, I listened to this R&B record over and over. I'll try to remember her name. Which R&B? And I would cry. I would really? cry over my the girl who left. <laughs> That's so sad. It was sad. It was Did sad. she ever stay in touch with you? When- oh yeah. We would, we would talk. I'd go down to the quick stop and she, do you ever, did you ever have the, like where you would get a number that would, um, you could use on a payphone and it would make the call free. It like felt very scandalous. It was like. No. The original dark web. No. And so I'd go down to the payphone and I'd be like, type like 10 numbers in. And then she would pick up and she was in college and she's like, you know, having a whole life. And I would cry on the phone. Did you see each other at um, Christmas and Thanksgiving break? Oh, yeah. For years. She'd come home. Would you like pick up where you left off? No, because I think she kind of moved on and I probably just looked like a real high school kid at that point. That's really sad. Mm-hmm. So then what did you... She did hit me up, though, when we were on yes, the L word. <laughs> yes, she did. I bet she did. <laughs> she was in town uh-huh. in Vancouver and oh, yeah. got my number and we went out for dinner. I bet. I bet. And I think she was having, like, feelings for a girl for the first time since me, wait, a billion years earlier. And I was, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I think I think I might have had a little bit, like, some walls up, you know, like... I don't think I was that helpful. Wait, where did you have dinner in Vancouver? Rodney's Oyster Bar. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish you called me. I would have come down and <clears throat> met her. I would love to see what this Oh, my God. Like. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have those stories. You don't have any stories like that? Mm-mm, I don't. I don't have those stories. Wow. Mm-mm. I don't have. Mm-mm. I was. Yeah, I was fairly chased in high school. I don't have. You were chased? Yeah, like I just was like kind of, you know, I didn't, I was, um, I just, yeah, like I wasn't off like having sex in high school. I wasn't doing doing any of that. Good for you. Sorry. Well, I wasn't like, it wasn't like I was, you know. I sound like a wreck right now. No, you sound like a normal teenager. And I'm not saying that I had my nose stuck in a book for four years and I didn't leave my house and I was, you know. Well, we know you wasn't stuck in a book. No, I just wasn't interested in that. I was, I was. What was I doing? I think I was like sneak, like I said before in an earlier episode, I was sneaking off to New York and going to raves and, um, and, or, or, uh, just going into Manhattan for the day and like wandering around the city. Cause it's easy. You would just take the train from Philly. It's 90 minutes. You're there. Or you take the bus. It's two hours. Lucky like, you. Was I? I mean, I think when you, when we leave this podcast today, you're going to remember some stuff and you can share right. it with the world later. I mean, should we take another break? Yeah. Let's take a break. Cause I don't have a memory for this. Yeah, I don't have those 
specific memories, but I remember I, I for the first three years, my school was 45 minutes away. It was in the suburbs and I lived in the city, so I would take the train. It was a real schlep to get to school because you take a 30 to 40 minute train ride. You have to get to the train station, take a 30 to 40 minute train ride, and then a bus would pick you up at the train station and take you onto campus. It was a three act play. Senior year, um, my mom got her license and got a car and said I could, and then I got my license and she said I could drive to school. Um, and I could pick up uh, my best friend, Mara, because she didn't live far from me. So it was like kind of on the way and we would drive to school. And um, we used to go to a diner like two miles down the road and just like sit there and do nothing for hours and hours after school sometimes. And I don't know what the fuck we did there. Like people drink coffee. You used to be able to smoke there. Remember, you used to be able to smoke. So everyone would go there to like smoke cigarettes and, you know, get yeah. drinks or well, whatever and just hang out and try to be an adult. I feel like back, you know, when you're a teenager, you kind of just hang out and do a lot of nothing. nothing. And time just passes by and that's so enjoyable. By the way, we should be doing more of that as adults. Yeah. You know, we just get so busy and crazy. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, you're right. You're right. There was a period in high school where um, you'd get like wind of these like outdoor parties. Like, hey, the party's going to be at the hill or the party's going to be at this place. or the party's going to be there. And you would, and then, you know, through the rumor mill, you'd hear if there was like a keg or not. Oh, and sometimes always. a keg wouldn't show up. And sometimes there would be no alcohol because whoever was in charge couldn't get it or it wasn't organized. Yeah. I was never in charge of the organization. So it was never my problem. But there were times when there wasn't anything to drink. There was really nothing to do. Yet everyone just stood around and hung out mm-hmm. in the dark, in the middle of some random park mm-hmm. on some random grassy knoll mm-hmm. till two in the morning. Yeah. And it's not like you could blast music because the cops would come. Right. The fuck were we doing? I don't know. I mean, I think I've talked about it before on this podcast, but we had similar things under under um, overpasses. Like we would, everyone would drive mm-hmm. their trucks down or whatever. And you everyone would like do the tailgate thing. And there was always a keg and music playing. And then what were we doing? I don't, that's what I'm wondering. Right. What the, I don't remember. What the hell were we doing? Because you saw them. I think there were like drinking games. We do stupid things like that. If there's alcohol, then it makes sense because everyone's there for a common goal. But I'm saying at the times when there wasn't, we'd still find something to do. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I'm like, I, I'm really impressed that. Do you think that's happening now? This is a good question, maybe for a, a, for another podcast. Is do the, do um is it that is it is life as boring as it was for us back then? Is but it the wasn't boring. Thing? It no, wasn't no, boring no. back then. No, no, no. I understand. Then. When I say boring, we, uh, just not a lot to do. Like where you had to make up your own fun. You had to make up your own. Well, now they have phones. That's I think... what I'm saying. Do you think it's that kind of like idle time exists? Uh, no. Who am I to say? I'm not a teenager, but I bet like the pressure is even more. You look like one. No, I don't. But you're really nice. <laughs> I didn't fish for that compliment. Um, but is it, but the pressure is so much harder on, on that, on, on the kids now with like phones and social media and like uh, the comments and the shitty things that can be said and done. And oh my God. I know. And you could do, you could do all the stupid things we did in high school, but, but now there'd be a picture. Yeah. Or, co- yeah. And then commentary from a right. bunch of people. And people your... would pass it around on a Oof. phone. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. No um, thanks. So how about work this week? That was it. We had a really big work week. Yeah. So it was episode. Well, uh, I don't know what episode so it was. I do. Six. Yeah. We're just, um, 
we got we got we got beaten up this week. We didn't have any days off, so I'm sorry we didn't stick to the topic like we had announced, but we had no time. I know we really didn't. No time. But we had a lot of fun at work. I had a blast, but I when I came home, it was right to bed. Mm-hmm. And then before I knew it, eight no, 12 hours, 13 hours later, I'm back up again. Also, we ached. Remember that? Because we're old now. Like on Saturday, yesterday morning, Saturday morning, we were like... Oh, I told you. I felt like I got run over by a snowplow. I mean, my feet were killing me. But here's what's funny. I don't I don't really understand what is so hard about what we're doing that would make me feel that way. It's not that it's hard, Leash. It's the fact that you're we're overly stimulated and using pretty much all of our senses mm-hmm. for 15 hour days. Mm-hmm. Then you have everyone like kind of touching you, whether it's your wardrobe, your face, your hair. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a bunch of people to talk to. That's what I know, I, but it's but when you're doing it, it's a it's so much fun that I don't understand why I feel like I am. Mac truck hit me the next morning because it's over a week of it. Because it's overstimulation, especially day after day after day after day, five mm-hmm. days a week. Well, it was episode six, so when you everyone watches that, they can you can understand why we were tired, or they or they won't, They'll or maybe like, you'll say so you guys are so that. lame. <laughs> well, it was hard. I'm sorry. It was exhausting, but we had a lot of fun. Listen, I th- I it was really fun to do this podcast in the same room as you today. Well, you know what? Um, next week when we actually do the homework assignment, mm-hmm. um, and we actually, and I bring over the correct equipment, we can do this again. Mm-hmm. Cause I prefer it. If this is not driving our producer fucking crazy, mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Cause I hate Zoom. Great. Well, it's great seeing your face so close up. Yep. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> until next week, this was another episode. An incredible episode, I might say. Of Pants. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by Kate Menig and me, Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa DeMonts. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow Pants on Instagram at The Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS. Graphics are by Love Fox. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.